In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, we've got an absolute ton of content for you guys. So um, we're going to be doing something a little bit different today. We're going to be releasing. Do we want to talk about oh, this? Yeah. All right, we're going to be releasing a double podcast today, too, uh, maybe a little bit shorter, so we can kind of, you know, you guys can listen to the information that you want to listen to. But before we do any of that, I want to have with me uh, introducing Dale Demott. What's um, up, Dale? That was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was a clusterfuck right there. I couldn't figure out what to say. Yeah, you know, I, I'm looking at this episode kind of like an appetizer, you know, because uh, it's probably not going to be very long, but we will be releasing two of them back to back. So, like, this is like your um, potato skins. And the next one's going to be like uh, some cheese sticks. Uh, by the time you're done with both of them, you're going to be full and you don't, you're not even going to want an appetizer. I don't know what you're talking about because uh, that, that's never happened. <laughs> you know, buffalo wings are always on the appetizers. I don't think buffalo wings are an appetizer. That's a meal, don't you think? No, they're an appetizer. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'll start off with 10 wings for an appetizer before I eat my steak. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? No, listen, you get the uh, the trio of appetizers and then you get your steak. <laughs> and then your wife looks at you like, you're really going to get the yeah, dessert yeah, yeah. too? Yeah, that, that's when you start getting the disappointing looks. Like, I can't believe I'm eating yeah. dinner with you right now. Like, I get you know, you get, you get the, hey, babe, I got a dessert stomach. It's a separate <laughs> stomach. That's allotted just for dessert. You know, you always save that little bit of space. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about, um, I guess, streamers, right? Some quarterbacks to stream and some defenses to stream. Early in the season, especially in the preseason, we talked a lot about, you know, talking about how good the quarterbacks are now. And, you know, if you don't get a top eight or if you don't get an elite quarterback, you're still okay. Uh, in this case, I, I don't know if it was really talked about a lot last year or the previous years. But uh, this year, we're really talking about streaming quarterbacks, as crazy as that sounds. Um, there's always one or two quarterbacks that are usually on your waiver wire that you can pick up that are going to be valuable for you if, say, you have, uh, I don't know, Tyrod Taylor um, or somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> say you, you know, decided you wanted to draft Russell Wilson as your number one quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't mean as a one, I mean as your number one overall quarterback. <laughs> and you're panicking a little bit about that right now. You know, let's say you did that. There's definitely a lot of options for... There is. You know, J- just until they get back to... on track, you know? Yeah. So, um, damn, you dived straight into the meat and potatoes here. I don't think this is an appetizer. You went straight <laughs> for, like, the steak. All right, so let's jump into the streaming quarterbacks. And I think the most glaring one for me... Um, just to kind of suck my own dick a little bit here is a guy that I wrote an article on on week one and told you guys you needed to go pick him up as a streaming quarterback if you weren't happy, and that's Matt Ryan. Um, If you're in a six-point-per-passing touchdown league, he is the number one quarterback in fantasy right now. Um, In a four-point standard, he is the number two quarterback in fantasy right now after two weeks. Um, He's still available in more than half of leagues, and, uh, oh, by the way, this week they have the New Orleans Saints the coming. Powerhouse. Uh, the powerhouse. 
So powerhouse defense of the New Orleans Saints. Um, so you know this this has all the potential to blow up in my face after two amazing yeah, weeks. Exactly. He's now he's gonna suck. Um, but you know I think he's gonna be good for yet another week, and you feel can feel confident in starting uh, Matty Ice. Can we bring back the Matty yeah, Ice? You know I mean week week one in standard leagues he had thirty points and he had thirty five points in week two. Um, he plays like you said he plays New Orleans. Um, you know, this is a perfect example of streaming quarterback because after he plays New Orleans, he has Carolina, Denver, and Seattle. So, uh, yeah, if you need just – it's not somebody maybe you want to have all season, but definitely uh, this week I say he's a, he's a great streaming quarterback. Hey, I have a, I have a question, sure. okay? This is a legit question, and we're going to pause on the fantasy talk for just a second because I'm going to do something a little bit ridiculous not related to fantasy. You're um, eating chips or something is, right now, aren't you? Is eating cereal <laughs> like, it, like it is a chip or something, is that – is that ridiculous? Like no milk, no nothing else, just eating Fruit Loops, popping Fruit yeah, Loops if, in your mouth. If it's Fruit that... Loops, that's pretty bad. Um, I was gonna say, you know, I feel like you're like snacking on like Raisin Bran. Um, that's that's probably not bad. But yeah, if you're uh, just taking handfuls of sugar, that's probably pretty bad. Uh, it's not just Fruit Loops. It's Fruit Loops with the little marshmallows in yeah, it. Yeah, that's even worse. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. It tastes like straight up sugar. Yeah. Oh, it is. I mean, it's sugar with uh, just a little bit of a uh, substance to make it little o's and this is why i'm fat <laughs> all right man hit us up with the yeah. next streaming quarterback. Um, the next one is uh joe flacco um he plays jacksonville who's given him the third most passing touchdowns this season uh the running back situation is pretty bad in uh in baltimore to say the least uh mike wallace seems to have uh got something going on with joe flacco to be that nice deep threat um joe Fac- joe flacco is going to play uh, pretty good this year uh, this 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 game uh, against the Jags. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, the running back situation, man, is is not looking great, no. and um, that, they're going to keep relying on the wide receivers. And um, for as much as we talked about wide receivers for for the Baltimore Ravens in the preseason, um, Joe Flacco seems to be resurrecting the career of Mike Wallace. Yeah, here. yeah. I mean, well, you know, Mike Wallace. He, the stint in Miami, let's say it doesn't even count, right? I mean, he he didn't. Mike Wallace didn't have much to work with in Miami. I don't think Ryan Tannehill did him any right. favors. He was okay at the end during that time as yeah. well. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Joe Flacco. I mean, I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me, but watching Joe Flacco, he airs it out a lot. I mean, like you know, right. similar to like Aaron Rodgers, you just see him heaving up all the time, and that only benefits Mike Wallace. It reminds me a lot of the Tory Smith days, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of. You know, um, I forget who it was that called called it on our show. I think it was uh, Matt Harmon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that might that uh, Mike Wallace might have some value in this yeah, offense. Yeah. So um, that might uh, continue to come to fruition. But as long as Joe Flacco has a you know a deep threat and he does have other weapons in the receiving game, right? He's still got some competent receivers on that team. I don't think he has an elite one, but he has plenty of twos, oh, yeah. right? Um, and along with that. Um, Dennis Pitta seems to be back and healthy mm-hmm. again. Um, 12 targets this past week. He's got a lot of people to throw the ball to. And um, going against uh, Jacksonville this week, I think that's a mighty fine yeah, and, play. You know, it sucks for the Jags fans, too, because they the Jags made some nice offseason moves. It just it seems like it just hasn't clicked yet, their defense. They made some nice defensive moves in the offseason, and, uh, and it just hasn't all come together. But, um, maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe it all comes together this week, and Joe Flacco has a horrible week. But... I, I don't think it's going to come together that quick. And Joe Flacco is a pretty good play this week. 
Right. And they might still win the game, but, uh, you know, I think uh, you're right. Joe Flacco is probably going to end up having a pretty decent week. Um, going back to ownership percentages, because Matt Ryan was available in 52% of leagues. Um, Joe Flacco's only owned in 11% of leagues, so you can definitely pick him up and stream yeah. him almost anywhere yep. you're at. Um, all right, so the next guy I want to talk about, and bear with me a little bit, Armando's probably going to be jacking off with the moment I say <laughs> it, um, is Ryan Tannehill. Yep. All right, let's let's not you know get too crazy with the hate with me saying this name, but... Just came off of a week of 389 yards, two touchdowns. He always adds a little bit of work when it comes to his rushing ability. He's always going to add two or three extra little fantasy points just there. So it's coming off a week in which he scored 27 fantasy points at Foxborough. Now he's at home, home opener against Cleveland, uh, who's been, you know, Cleveland, right? Um, I think Ryan Tannehill is going to be just fine this week. And, you know, through the first two weeks, he's a top 12 fantasy quarterback right now. Um, what what say you about Ryan yeah, Tannehill? I, I think there's a good chance he can be in the top six, top seven of quarterbacks this week. Um, that Browns defense isn't horrible, uh, but what's going to help him out a lot is their, actually the Browns offense is going to help out Ryan Tannehill a lot because the field position is going to be there for him. Um, I think the Browns offense is just going to be a total dud, which is going to open up a lot for Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to have a really good game. Yeah, um, we got a we got a couple more guys here. So let our audience know about the next guy. You yeah, got here. Uh, Marcus Mariota is might be a little sneaky here. Um, he does have four touchdowns in the last two games, uh, and he will be playing the Raiders, who've given up the most points to quarterbacks so far. Of course, uh, you know they played um, New Orleans and Atlanta, but uh, Marcus Mariota, you know he can do it with you know do it on his feet. Um, I, I think I think he's a good play. He doesn't have a, I think he has one interception. Um, Actually, I should probably just double-check that really quick before I just uh, say it all over the place. Let's see here. Do you have, uh, let's see, Marcus Mariota here. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Marcus Mariota has two interceptions for the year, but he has over 230 yards per game with two touchdowns each. Um, So he's he's a sneaky play this year. I wouldn't say, you know, go crazy after him, but I think he can have a good game um, this week. Man, I'm... Um, Mariota, I feel okay, right? I think he is a viable streaming option. We've seen Oakland's defense be pretty porous. Um, and Mariota has been average so yeah. far, right? Um, it's not necessarily a guy that I'm going to be feeling wow about as terms of him, but the matchup is pretty good. We've already seen him, the Oakland Raiders, be lit up not just by Drew Brees, kind of expected that in that matchup, but be you know, shown to have obvious deficits when it came to Atlanta and, and Matty Ice coming in. I can't stop saying Matty Ice. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, would you take a... I don't even believe that right now. <laughs> like, it's just, I need to say it. That's all. Uh, Kirk Cousins is playing the New York Giants this week. Would you play, uh, would you play Mariota over I'd, Cousins? I'd, I'd rather have Mariota. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, that's why I think he's a good streaming option. Um, he's right in that group with Ryan Tannehill for yeah. me. Cool. Um, and yeah, I mean he's he's thrown quite a bit first couple games. He's got over five hundred yards, so not a uh, horrible, not not horrible, and that's what we're looking for, right? Not horrible could win exactly. you a game. <laughs> not horrible could win you a game, especially when you're basically streaming guys that are available in a lot of yeah. leagues. But 
Marcus Mariota is owned a little bit more than the other guys, but he's still available out there in, in about 20% yeah, of the Let's so. not forget about Tajay Sharp. Um, and I don't know if you said him, you know, Tajay Sharp, Delaney Walker. Pretty good threats out there. Yep. And that run game is going to make sure that, you know, they're going to be probably in the game no matter what. So um, one last guy I do want to provide you guys with. And, um, you know, it's a guy that he's always there. He's always kind of reliable. Had a great first week. Um, not so much the second week, right? Pretty ugly week too, but um, I think he's in for another good week this week. And that's Alex Smith. Um, after putting up 32 fantasy points in week one with over, you know, over 360 yards, two passing touchdowns, another rushing touchdown. Um, he's got the New York Jets coming uh, this week, and the Jets have been surprisingly bad against the pass. Um, allowing over 300 yards to both Dalton and Tyrod Taylor. Um, so I think Alex Smith is in for a pretty good week yeah, this week. Yeah, I mean, they let Dalton and Tyrod both get over 300 yards. So, um, yeah, Alex Smith, you know, he'll check it down. Hey, he doesn't have to throw bomb after bomb to rack up the yards. Um, speaking of which, I do want to note, and we'll get into some of these like uh, target numbers, and that's something that we're going to be talking about today. Dude, holy crap with the targets for Jeremy Macklin. Right. Yeah. Like, absolutely insane. Like, he was just fixated on him. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna pull up that number in just a second because I have it here. The um, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Jeremy Macklin had over 40% of the targets for wow. the team. So, 15 targets. Um last Sunday and um, you know I think as long as he keeps relying on his main two weapons and you know obviously he's like captain check down outside of Macklin right. but he's going to have a pretty good week against the Jets because they've already shown to be pretty pretty weak in that yeah. regard yeah I mean those tar- the targets you know tell give you a lot of signs on who you know who's going to be next coming up you know you might not score a lot of fantasy points one week but if you're watching the targets and you know you're paying attention to that they're going to get their touchdowns and they're going to get the yards Exactly. All right. Um, so I think that about does it for the quarterbacks. Just a short list for you there. A um, couple guys you might want to try to pick up if, um, you know, maybe if one of your guys get a last-minute injury or something like that, keep those keep those guys in mind. It might help you out this year or this week. Yeah, absolutely. This is something that we're going to continue trying to get out to you, both on the podcast and on our website, uh, streaming, streaming quarterbacks. And then – Another thing that we want to talk about now, and we're going to transition in the worst, most awkward transition ever, um, is streaming defenses, of defenses, right? Right. <laughs> Speaking of defenses, that's that's what you yeah. got for me, man. <laughs> that's a good transition. You just say that, God. and people will forget what you said before. God damn it, Dale. <laughs> so what what do you got for defenses? I forgot what you said before. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so streaming defenses, man. Um, the one that kind of glaringly comes to mind, and I guess this is going to be the one week this year that I'll be a Dolphins homer, right, Um, is the Miami Dolphins defense. Um, And I'm allowed to be a Dolphins homer when they play the Browns in their home opener. Um, And pretty much what's kind of like a must-win game for the Dolphins if they have any uh, hope of, you know, being okay. That's you hear the sadness, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, Cody Kessler is not a huge threat. Um, let's hope they don't let 
Zach Crowell or somebody just run all over him. And, uh, yeah. So I, I heard several different stats today because I, I listen to a lot of local radio and, um, you know, it, the Dolphins tend to get just hammered, oh, yeah. hammered on our local radio station. So stat number one is the only team to start more quarterbacks over the last 20 years than the Dolphins is the Cleveland course, Browns. Yeah. That's stat one. Stat two, the Cleveland Browns have started five different quarterbacks in their last five games. That's crazy. That is nuts. That's fucking absurd. That like, crazy. those two stats are just crazy. Um, and then they started reading off the list of all the quarterbacks that have started for the Dolphins over the last few years. And, you know, I think the only thing that's kind of saved the Dolphins is that Ryan Tannehill has been the starter for four and a half years yeah. now. Yeah. Um, well, you know, four years and a right. couple games. Um, but man, the Browns was just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, in the Dolphins defense, it's not like they're a juggernaut this year. I mean, they did a horrible job with the Patriots last week. Uh, they looked decent against the Seahawks week one, but the Seahawks aren't, uh, weren't an offensive powerhouse in week one either. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing the Dolphins bounce back this game. Um, how can they not? I mean, all they got to do is play the run and Cody Kessler, might just lose a game. Well, I do. They are one of the worst run defenses in <laughs> football because they have the worst linebacking core yeah. in football. But um, when you can stack the box and you have Cody Kessler throwing the ball, I think they'll be just fine. And I think that defense is primed for a good week. Yeah. yeah. Um, another streaming defense here is uh, the Baltimore Ravens. We're kind of talking about the same teams, you know. I mean, it, it's not a coincidence. Um, you know, that like we said, the Ravens are playing the Jags. Uh, who've given up the 21st uh, most points to opposing defenses. Um, yeah, I, I think um, the Raven, the Jacksonville Jaguars haven't proven anything yet. Um, A-Rob hasn't gotten going, um, although he is getting the targets. Um, you know, TJ Yeld in the backfield just looks horrible. Um, there's not much great things to say about the Jags' offense, and that leads me to say, hey, the Ravens could put up a couple points here. Yep. Um, I... I would feel okay starting them. I think they're, it's going to be one of those stat lines where they allow a ton of points, but they end up scoring several sacks, a couple of interceptions, and maybe you hope for that defensive touchdown. Um, where it's going to be, it's going to be a good enough spot start um, where you're going to feel pretty comfortable yeah. starting them as your defense. Yeah. Um, I do want to give two more. Um, we've seen over the past two weeks, New York Giants be a decent defense. Um, they held the New Orleans Saints to just 13 points. Uh, would you feel comfortable starting the Giants deal against Washington this Sunday? Yeah, I would. Uh, I'm not seeing anything from the Redskins that are, you know, uh, threatening. <laughs> right. Um, no, I, I, I would say, uh, I think that's a great streaming defense. And then, um, you know. You get a couple more on this sheet here. Um, the Oakland Raiders, I get it, right? They've been terrible the first two weeks, right? But this is kind of a strategy I've had all of last year, and it worked out for me, which was pick up whoever's playing the Titans. And I did it all last year. And then for the first two weeks of this year, I thought, fuck it. Pick up whoever's playing the Titans, and let's see what happens. Obviously, Minnesota week one, they have probably one of the top five defenses in football. They're great. So they scored a ton of points. But Detroit's defense is pretty bad. We saw them get annihilated in week one. 
and be pretty serviceable in week two against the Tennessee Titans. And I'm not saying the Titans offense is horrendous, but um, I had this discussion with Armando. Like, I'm pretty okay picking up whoever plays the Titans again because they make enough small mistakes that it adds up in the box score at the end of the at the end of the game. Right. So, yeah, I would feel okay. You're not going to get a huge week, but I would feel okay starting the Oakland Raiders defense. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm in a, a standard league, and a lot of the teams, for whatever reason, picked up a ton of defenses. Like, everybody has a second defense for some reason, and uh, I'm the probably the one, only one streaming. Uh, the Raiders are a good option for me. I mean, I understand they played New Orleans and Atlanta week one and two. Um, that's tough to handle uh, for any team, and they just did horrible, like you said. Um, but Tennessee... I don't think they're going to play as bad against Tennessee as they did against New Orleans or Atlanta. Um, I, I think both those teams are pretty good offenses, and they're going to be this year. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I would say, you know, probably a, a low-end defense to stream, but if that's your only choice, like in the league I have, where, you know, like I said, a ton of people have second defenses, not a bad decision. All right, great. Um Anybody else you want to add to this list, Dale? I think that's some pretty good options. For the most part, most guys are, most of those top end uh, matchups are kind of already taken this week. Um, you know, I don't see anything else that I would absolutely love on this list outside of some of those top no, matchups. No. I, those are some quick hitters. I mean, we can dive into every single quarterback and talk about them, but uh, why waste our listeners' time? I think. Well, the whole sh- the whole show is wasting the yeah, listeners' I time. I mean, I wonder what our listeners are doing as they're listening to this. Uh, can you tweet at us and let us know? Besides bathroom Ben, we know that he sits in the bathroom and hides from his boss. Uh, I'm not sure this is yeah, a good is. idea. I'm curious. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. our listeners. Like, are they listening right. in the car? I think some of them are mm-hmm. um, at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. I can I can tell you what they're doing. Hashtag Eat Nation. Let us know. And also, oh, if uh, please don't please don't send pictures. <laughs> um, yeah, please. And also, uh, actually, you know what? I I'm gonna change that. If you're gonna send pictures, just send it into my DM. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. um, also, uh, if you have any questions, go to our website eatsleepfantasy.com. Uh, submit a question. You can always tweet at us at eatsleepff. You can call us at five zero seven sixty nine sleep. Um, and how else can you get in contact with us? Um, that's about it. Um, you can bake it, you can broil it. Uh, that's that's what you just <laughs> yeah. did, right? Now. Oh, oh, oh! And uh, if you can call, if you us, haven't, you can text. If you us, haven't given, you can tweet us. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I'm not gonna let you talk. I'm just gonna keep going. You can email us. You can visit us on the website. Uh, we uh, we have a half-assed Facebook page. I think we have one follower on our Facebook page because we never promote it. <laughs> Armando set it up, and we never paid attention to it after that. We got a YouTube page. We got a uh, iTunes. Uh, speaking uh, of iTunes, SoundCloud, speaking of iTunes. Uh, review us on iTunes. Give us five stars or one star if you hated us. Um, Dale, stop promoting shit. I'm trying to make jokes. You're trying, and that's a problem. Uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> you're right. It's pretty bad. Uh, anyways, review us. Uh, screenshot it. Hash, uh, tweet at us. Hashtag Eat Nation. Uh, with a screenshot of the review. Um, and uh, we're going to give a prize out sometime. We're trying not to make it too easy. We've had a, a handful of submissions over the past couple of weeks. Uh, we want to kind of get a good pool going so we can draw randomly. So um, send in your screenshot. 
uh, of the review. So Dale, hashtag I got a old, I, I got an oldie, but it's a uh, it's a goodie in my opinion. Uh, you're probably gonna hate it. How do you uh, how do you spot the blind guy at a nude beach? You know what? I want to he- wait for that answer on our next episode. That's a cliffhanger. That's how you do it. That is how you do All it. All right. We'll we'll continue uh, the appetizer course two in a, in a couple minutes. So uh, stay tuned and listen to the next episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we take that town.